Hello, this is Seductive Storm and welcome to my podcast. I hope you'll enjoy it from time to time. It'll just be me talking to you on topics and other times I'll have co-hosts or people that I'm interviewing. So get ready for some real talk with Storm. Hello everyone, I just wanted to let you guys know, first of all, thank you so much to everyone who has been thanking me for creating this podcast. Um, Those of you who may not know what you're listening to, although you should, this is Straight Talk with Storm. I'm known in the industry as Seductive Storm and I have been a companion uh, for 18 years total, although I did retire uh, twice for about a year each time. But overall, I've, I've been doing this a long time, and I've made a few interview and podcast rounds this year, and I just felt like there was a need for a podcast that was relatable to everyone, or, or at least to the online community of sex workers, one that encompassed and welcomed everyone to the table, uh, not just the elite, not just the upscale, not just the VIP, but even the mid-grade and the, and the lower bracket um, because everyone needs to feel some type of support and education in this thing. And so um, I hope each one of these episodes will be enlightening to you or make you laugh. Some might even make you cry. Some might make you angry as shit with the things I say or the things other people who are on here are saying. But at least we're opening a discussion and hearing each other. So please tune in every episode and I hope you'll enjoy it. Thanks. Hello. And if you hear thunder and lightning, it's kind of fitting, right? Because this is straight talk with Storm. Although... You're about to hear some really loud thunder and lightning. It seems like so loud, in fact, that it just shook my house. But we're going to continue on. Um, unless something happens to where I can't finish this. So this recording is actually about freestyling. But a different type of freestyling than what you all are used to. See, there's freestyling where we actually do it virtually. And I was one of the first people to start virtual freestyling. I feel like and explain to everyone how to do it. Oh, my God. As far back as 2003. So I learned. Well, actually, back then, Craigslist Erotic was still around, so didn't have to do it as much. But when I first started, before I actually got on Eros and such, I was on Yahoo Personals and in AOL chat rooms. And I used to make a really good amount of money for back then. The secret to it was to always insinuate but never be direct. So that's the first thing you got to learn when you're on your internet freestyle hustle. Some men like feeling like they're saving a damsel in distress. So there are some men who consciously, morally in their head, 
won't see girls who they think are always being professional. But if you can come at them from the angle of the student, the damsel in distress, the damsel in distress always worked for me because they knew I wasn't a student. And a lot of the time, if any of the guys are listening and you know me personally and you spent time with me, I really was a damsel in distress. I just learned how to use it to my advantage versus pretending that everything was okay, pretending that at that time I was doing financially well. Like, I was always fortunate enough that in some cases the gentleman would expect something in return, but in far more cases of me, they did not because they actually just liked me as a person. I remember I had a girl working underneath of me and she couldn't believe and I, and I taught her how to get on. This was after Craigslist Erotic was gone. And I taught her how to get on Craigslist personal casual encounters and how to place an ad. Don't include the picture there because when you include the picture there, the men would flag you because they knew what you were looking for. To make the title something like, you know, looking for help with blah, blah, blah. To make the text very brief or to make it as detailed as you wanted, but usually the more detailed, the faster some haters would flag it. So we used to keep it pretty short. And with doing that, sure, you'd still get flagged. I remember you used to have so have to have so many Craigslist email accounts, even back in the days of Craigslist Erotic, before the ads got to a point where you had to pay for them, because haters were just everywhere, and they would get your ass flagged and have your ad removed. And before you knew it, you spent all day posting, but the return was worth it. So who cared? I mean, I'm telling you. I had, before Fasta and Sesta hit, I used to have guys coming over and handing me $800, $900 and want nothing in return other than maybe for me to talk to them on the phone and not even dirty talk. I mean, just like keep them up to date, let them know how me and my family were doing or maybe go out to lunch with them. I had a couple because those you don't know, I'm a dom. So a few who just wanted to get beat or be made to eat soap. I mean, I've had a very unique career in this. But yeah, and so this girl who I was, you know, had underneath of me, she really, really thought that no one ever would come over and just hand money to us at the door. And I was like, watch. And this dude pulled right up and sure enough, just handed her $200 expecting nothing in return, just based off of how I had her word that ad and what she had done. Again, I'm not opposed to them wanting something in return but it's always pleasant you know when they just want to do it because they just want to be helpful like I said there's a lot of guys who in their mind it feels better to them just to be helping someone so I found virtual freestyling worked great in that regard now sometimes you you know you do have to offer little exchanges but again when you're online on OkCupid, plenty of fish for those who remember tags. Tags still exist and still works for some people. Uh, what other sites? Um, some people use the Craigslist Activity Partners section still. I'm trying to think where else you could go. Bumble. Um, what's the other one? I stay getting kicked off of there. That's the thing with me because... I'm so recognizable and people in the area know my pick. A lot of the guys will flag me, which makes it hard for me for virtual freestyling now. But 
for those of you who aren't so well known or who don't show your face, man, you can get on these other sites just really as yourself, not appearing as a sex worker. And you can negotiate the terms of meeting with a gent or just finally hook a whale or someone who's just going to spoil you and take care of you if it's done right. Um, a lot of you feel like that's dishonest. Well, this is hustling. This is this is making some money. Um, ever since Fausta Sesta, you know, we got less and less ways of advertising. And again, I want to plug to those of you who have websites. If you do not have SEO, you need to get it done. Say it again. If you do not have SEO, get it done because it makes men be able to find you when they just do a Google search for escorts or companions in their area if it's done correctly. And I specialize in SEO, so feel free to contact me should you need SEO implemented on your site. I have some SEO to do for someone tomorrow, as a matter of fact. But so when I'm on OkCupid or Plenty of Fish, um, Use terms in your verbiage like, um, I like a man who likes to spoil a lady. I'm open-minded and I'm seeking an open-minded man. Not seeking a man who wants a committed or controlling relationship. Seeking a situation that is open and free-spirited where both of us don't have any hang-ups. I find that when I say things like that, they kind of read between the lines because just by you saying you're looking for someone to spoil you. Now, when they contact you, here's how I usually get kicked off. I get impatient and I go into pro-ho mode and I mess up and send like a web link or my phone number through the site's um, text messaging area. And usually that gets me flagged and caught or you get a hater who reports you. So what I do now with the ones who I chit chat with for a little bit, and you do have to chit chat with these people. You, you have to coax them into the situation um, because if you come about as too professional right away or let them know that you're professional right away, a lot of them either begin to ignore in conversation or they report your profile. So you want to, you got to remember to do this different. You got to remember you're dealing with someone who wasn't looking for that, but who you're getting ready to convert to that. So you need to be a little more chit chatty. Um, Remember, it's a game of patience when you're freestyling, whether it be in person or virtually. It's still a game of patience and it's a game of wit and smarts and charm. Um. So once you, you know, chit chatting with my bit, be like, well, you know, I, I'm tired of being on this app, you know, um, is there any way that you and I could, you know, discuss more privately via my, and then you can give them your email or your phone number and you take it outside of the site. Once you take it outside of the site where the site is no longer regulating, you can talk more openly and get to the point. Again, though, remember, you want to coax them. Still don't ram it right in their face because you'll lose them. It, they'll, they'll get right off the hook then. It's went back to the pond. So you, you got to kind of build it up, build it up, talk them into it, reel them in like a good fish on a hook, and see where it goes. Sometimes in those cases... um. You kind of want to name things that you are looking 
to pay or have gifted to you instead of actually mentioning an amount of money. Because again, this is a different game. Um, You're playing a little bit with his male psyche. So you kind of want to let him know what you need. See if he's a gentleman enough to offer. That's when he'll make the monetary offer of what he can help you with. And at this point, you can take him up on it or you can deny it. If it's too low of an amount, you can let him know, you know, I make still sound appreciative. I appreciate, you know, the offer. And that sounds lovely. But unfortunately, I'm really seeking more help than that. That won't really help my situation. Say it politely just like that. Don't call him cheap or anything. Don't be an asshole. Because again, he could run back to the site and report you and your profile is gone. You just have to be careful how you handle it, but maneuver it. So when doing virtual online freestyling on personal dating sites, and again, you can make a lot of money if you do it right. First lesson. Being discreet with what you're actually looking for. Using the right wording to leave the door open, but don't be so direct that you get kicked off the site or banned off the site. Number two, oh, adult friend finder works too. I, over the years, I've gotten some good dates off adult friend finder. But again, and you can be a little more direct there, not as direct as we could be, because before we could really be like balls to wall open on adult friend finder and they wouldn't kick us off. Now it's different. Um, Back in the day, Ashley Madison used to be good. I would stay away from that one now. I wouldn't touch that one if I were you guys. Leave that alone. But um, back to what it takes. So we want to be discreet with the ad, but just give enough hints. Hint, be seductive, lure them in, or hint, be the damsel in distress and lure them in. Once you've got them on the hook, talk chat a bit, act like a regular girl. I know it's hard for us to take the hustle hat off, but act like a regular girl who's just looking for financial support with X, Y, or Z. But remember, you can't get into the financial support part of the conversation till you move the conversation outside of the app or the website that you began originally having the conversation on. So just be very, very cautious in how you start the conversation on this site. You don't want to scare them away. These are men who were not looking for paid companionship in most cases, but these are men who you can absolutely convert to good paying suitors if you do this correctly. It also takes patience. Your profile is probably going to get kicked off and banned more than once. If you decide to use Craigslist activities, Um, it's going to get flagged more than you can count. You're going to have to continuously repost it, have plenty of phone numbers available because Craigslist does require phone number validation for each account that you post from. So, and they do not allow VoIP apps anymore. I used to get real crafty and literally have to hit up, hit up family members who know what I do and get, send the code to their phone numbers Um, Because at any time, I got about five family members who I can do that with. And so that would give me five Craigslist accounts to work with. Um, 
But yeah, so once you've done that, now you've got him on the hook. Now the discussion is beginning. Talk to him. Make him see you as human. Make him see you as human. Make him see you as sexy. But don't make him see you as professional. Unless in the conversation, he lets you know that he already knows that you're professional. Once that happens, and that does happen sometimes, they can just tell or that's what they're actually looking for, and both of you were kind of playing and being discreet with each other in the beginning, then you can open the field up a little more. Even with virtual freestyling, though, it's still important to screen a little bit because I had the officer who arrested me a while back on a sting contact me off a Craigslist casual encounters ad when it was still up. And I never used to put pics on those ads again because I knew everybody would know it was Storm. But it's so crazy because he was always on there looking for people because he knew we were on there looking for people. So I'm sure he probably got a lot of arrests that way because people, you know, forget that even though you're fishing on casual dating sites and on dating apps, you still have to screen to make sure you're not inviting law enforcement or a crazy person over. So make sure you do that. Once you've gotten to the point of where he's willing to come over and meet or you're going to him, remember, keep it so that he still thinks that you're not professional. Be flirty, spend your time together, regardless of what that might entail. Eat some dinner together. Make him feel like it's a real date. Because if you continue to do that, he'll continue to help you more than once. I've had people who helped me for years till they died. Um, So I know it can be done. Um, And each one of them is going to have a different financial point that they can do without their wife or whoever noticing. Again, these are not normal clients. These are people who want to be helpful, who are lonely, who have whatever need they have. But they're also people who in their mind would never see a professional girl. And while I don't like that, because I think they should be okay with that, but we don't live in the world where people are still on board with what we do as sex workers. So get to your bag however you can get to your bag, as long as you're not hurting other companions by doing it. Um, just remember, once the rapport is built up, maybe you've seen each other two or three times, maybe you get to a point where he figures out and you figure out Um, that you can now be open with him, that you are a professional, but you got to learn to gauge a person's personality and how they feel and how y'all vibe when you're with each other um, as to whether or not he's going to take that well because you don't want to lose the financial support once you find it. Um, I found that a couple of mine knew and they were people who use, you know, see companions all the time. But for whatever reason, they had a certain admiration or crush on me that um, they their feelings would get hurt when I treated it more like the situation that it was. And you all know that happens even sometimes with your regulars. So with these guys that we're finding off of personal dating sites, you got to be real delicate with them because they are super delicate uh, emotional wise a lot of the time. So, some good sites to try this kind of thing, Craigslist activity section, although 
I have since given up on it just because I don't have the time or the patience anymore. Um, Bumble seems to be good. Okay, Cupid. I've had a few successful runs on there. Um, Tag can be good um, depending on what city and state you're in. Plenty of Fish seems to work for people. Adult Friend Finder seems to work. But again, all of these sites will kick you off if they can figure out what you're doing. So it is very, very, very important that you don't let everybody know what you're doing. Oh, Badoo, B-A-D-O-O, that one's a good one too. Um, Most of these sites are going to require that you show a face pic, um, you know, just for safety reasons on personal sites. But again, on a personal site, you're being the real you. On a personal site, you're not being the work name. You're not being the escort. You are, but you're doing it very covert so nobody knows. So in this regard, if a family or friend saw you on there, you could just argue that you were just looking for somebody to hang out with because you're not talking about money. You're not dressed provocatively because all of these sites, with the exception of Tagged, none of them... And tagged is still sometimes, depending on the picture too. None of these sites allow pictures that you cannot put on Facebook. Um, all of these sites keep, make you keep it rather generic and rather clean. So nobody's going to figure out what's going on as long as you word your ad the way I said. And just make it seem like you're just looking for a financially secure gentleman to get to know and spend time with who's able to spoil you like the queen you are. That's kind of where your wording needs to sit. And then you need to take it out of there um, to pursue it any further. Um, I say stay away from the ghost profiles with the guys. If the guys don't have a pick, don't get wrapped up in it. Because in that case, it can be someone that you know from school work. And if you say the wrong thing in conversation, now they do know. So only deal with gentlemen who are forthcoming in their profile. You can see their pick. You can see where they work, kind of get a gauge for what they do financially. If it's somewhere like uh, Craigslist activities, they're probably not going to be giving you all the information about where they work, this, that, and the other. But you'll get that once y'all start emailing back and forth. Um, But yeah, personal dating sites can be gold mines. I'm telling you, Yahoo Personals, was equal to or better than Eros when they both were in their prime. I mean, it was very good money, AOL chat room. So I have been, um, actually, my first two dates were off of personal dating sites. I began as an escort that way, actually. Um, so yeah, I've been a freestyler forever, but just virtually. Um, but the virtual freestyling is not that different than what you do when you're sitting at a bar. Other than in a way it provides more comfort because you're not face to face. And so if something goes wrong, you can just walk away from your computer or your phone. But um, both of them are kind of exhilarating. They give you kind of a rush when you succeed in getting the person to, to, to treat you well and to give you what you want. Um, I will be having a couple other ladies on as the podcast continues that are experts at person-to-person in-your-face freestyling. Um, I know how to do it as well, 
but I just feel like my expertise is in the virtual method of it. Um, but yeah, if you are a woman and you know how to seduce a man and you know how to seduce him with your words and just crossing your leg and the way you sip your drink in a bar. And if you know how to size them up and figure out which guy at the bar is the right person to sit and talk with. <clears throat> you just kind of got to gauge them face to face to body language, eye contact, um, where the conversation goes, all of these things. They're not absolute because someone could seem like he's the one that you're going to actually get a sale out of. And then you find out he was just being friendly, <laughs> that he's not going to take you or invite you back to his room. And he's not going to try to find out where you are later. But honestly, if you dress the part, and I mean classy, classy, sexy, I don't mean look like you just came in from from the, the strip uh, sexy, unless you're in a nightclub. Like, I mean, if you're in a nightclub, yeah, everybody's dressed that way. There's something different. But if you're in a nice hotel lobby bar of a five-star establishment, you don't want to look like that. A, because the hotel staff is probably going to ask you to leave or possibly even call the police on you. Or if there are any undercovers in the establishment, they're just going to zero in on you. Always be discreet, whether it's online freestyling or face-to-face -face freestyling, you have to come across as discreet. You never want it to be just straight out there in their face. When it's in your face freestyling, a business card. If y'all, you feel like he's getting ready to get up or if he announces it, like, you know, it was nice meeting you. I'm tired though. I got a business meeting tomorrow. I'm going to go up to my room. You know, just be like, well, do you have a business card? And if he does take his and then hand him yours, that way it doesn't seem like you're being pushy and just handed him yours. But sometimes, you know, if you feel like he's definitely interested, go ahead and hand him the card. As for business cards, um, just remember that their friends and their wives and their co-workers might find the business card. So try to keep that relatively discreet, too. Um, Mine that I have right now say seductive storm and then they say something about um, love and lifestyle consultant. And I'm probably going to get some new ones made because the seductive storm thing kind of gives it away like seductive storm. It sounds a little crazy. So but when I first had those made a year ago, uh, I wasn't really thinking it through like that. But now, um, knowing what I know now. I want to get something that's um, designed a little differently. So I might just get something that says something like Storm Smith because um, I have to get some other ones made for my other persona too. So um, that is, that is you know, just little tidbits. But like I said, as far as the person, like in-person freestyling, I know a couple of ladies who are really good at that. And I have already invited them to be back be on the podcast. I'm just waiting to hear back from them. So I'm hoping that works out. Currently for the month of March, I have five people on my calendar to interview for the podcast. And those episodes will be released bi-weekly. Um, so as always, thank you for listening. And remember, virtual freestyling, get comfortable with it. It's a way to save money when these ad sites are something you cannot afford. Uh, it's not an easy thing. It takes lots of patience and commitment and dedication. 
and it takes charm and wit and knowing how to be discreet so that you can be under the radar while doing it. But if you can make it work and you got the gift of gab, meaning you know how to speak well and lure someone into your web, it can be a good thing. Um, if you need to know again which sites you should try it on, feel free to reach out to me. I'm happy to give you the information again. Um, you guys have a good night. Happy hunting. Make some money. And until the next time, Straight Talk with Storm. Find me on Twitter at SSPodcast1. I'm going to have some wine, enjoy the sound of the rain, and then carry my ass to sleep. Bye-bye now.